This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you will live like Jesus and share His love. Well, hey, good afternoon. It's good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes. yes. And welcome to episode 21 of Radiant Reflections. This is not uh, the normal studio location, is it, Josh? No, and maybe no. you're thinking, how come they only have one camera angle? Yes. How come their voices sound different than yes. they usually do? Well, that is because, <laughs> that's right, we got these bad Learys, these which I don't know if they even pointed in the right direction. You're good. There we go. Yeah, as long as it's pointing basically up, I think we're going to be good. Okay. Yeah. Well, we hey, this is uh, episode 21 with Josh and... JB. We're coming to you from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. Yeah, we're down here for the Exponential Conference yes. 2023. But we didn't want to miss another week with you guys. So no. here we are, shooting from a kitchen. <laughs> we're in the kitchen of the Airbnb, and we we brought a couple of lav mics and an iPhone with a clamp that's clamped to the kitchen counter. It's working. Yeah, so. and I'm going to try not to chew too loud. I've got a little beef and noodle action going on here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, We've got coffee. We've got coffee, so we should probably talk about our coffee. It's not as exciting as last week because this week we have the same thing. Yep, that Ethiopian Socorro. Ethiopian Socorro from Perla in Miami, which we're not too far from. We're uh, three and a half hours from Perla. So. But the adventure for coffee this week was figuring out how to make it. Yes, so you guys all know I'm, I'm a coffee dork, and I packed all the coffee things, the grinder, the kettle, the filters, the scales, all the things that I need, the the distilled water with the third wave minerals. I opened up all my suitcase last night here at the Airbnb. And what did I forget? The dripper, the actual thing that brews the coffee into the cups. So that was a, a big travesty, but we were able to get to a <clears throat> Starbucks. Oh man. I Sorry, got, guys. I had a little Sorry. something in my throat. Yeah, it's, it's, I got a little sick. Might just, be contagious. Just saying. Oh man! <laughs> but our 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 friends at Starbucks actually had a great dripper. It's actually perfect for what we needed. So we were able to brew some decent coffee. We're not drinking a ton of it because it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, and we want to sleep tonight we at do. some point. We do. Yes. So, but yeah, we did want to still connect with you guys and bring you this episode. So yeah, yeah. Here we are. And Josh, you brought the message uh, yesterday. Uh, continuing in the vein of prayer, mm-hmm. um, talk a little bit about the maybe the two episodes before with Ryan and Brandon leading into your episode. Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, Ryan kicked off. Well, I mean, we kind of did like a four-parter, right? But then we did like an overview of prayer in the first mm, part. That's and right. then And then yeah. two weeks ago, uh, Pastor Ryan talked about inward prayer, which is prayer for transformation. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talked about the prayer of examine and the prayer of, rel- rel- that's a really hard word to say, relinquishment. Relinquishment. Yeah. Relinquishment. Yeah, yeah, you, okay. said it, you said it pretty good. Well, I, only I, after I always, you did. I always trip up on that one. <laughs> only after you did. But he, so he talked about those two prayers. Again, yeah. And these are prayers that we would pray. Uh, and they kind of lean into that idea of inner transformation. Mm-hmm. Brandon brought uh, two prayers and those were what we would consider upward prayers mm-hmm. or prayers with kind of a goal of increasing our intimacy with the Father. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the prayer of rest and the prayer of adoration. Adoration, that's right. So yeah. then yesterday we talked about outward prayer, which Foster would say that's kind of the, the, the category of outward prayer. That's about prayers of ministry, both mm-hmm. both to okay. us, ministry we need, mm-hmm. and ministry that, that others need. Yeah. Know, things that we need ministered to. Yes. 
Yes. So, and then we talked about three different prayers yesterday. Uh, we did a little bit of a sprint through them. Uh, mm -hmm. We talked about the prayer of the ordinary, mm -hmm. prayer of petition, and prayer of intercession. Mm -hmm. so. Ordinary, petition, and what was the third one? Intercession. Intercession, yeah. And, and for those of you that didn't get to hear the message, I definitely encourage you to check it out. Um, I, I thought it was really cool, Josh, when you first kind of started the message. You, you brought in some of the language that we've had here at Radiant Reflections talking about listening prayer, mm -hmm. essentially. Like we would come to God. I think the way you said it is sometimes we come to God with this laundry list of things like, hey, these are the things. What if, that's how you phrased it, I wonder, I'm curious, right. is if we came to God and we just said, God, would you show me the things that I need to be praying for, even for myself, not even for, mm -hmm. uh, even for others. And then as God begins to show us those things, then uh, we pray for those things. Well, because I think a lot of times we, we conflate kind of the things that we want and the things that we desire with the things that we need, right? Like, mm -hmm. and then we get frustrated because we pray for these things. We're like, oh, I thought, I thought God would provide the things that I need, mm -hmm. and he's not doing that. Well, maybe those aren't things that we actually need. Right. And sometimes the things that we think we need are things that are actually very harmful to us. And, yeah. and so it's, it's a grace that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we're, we're frustrated because our prayers aren't being answered. When in truth, God is actually, you know, bestowing grace upon us. Yeah. And not giving us something that would be harmful to us. Yeah, it gets. So, but if we if we start by saying, Lord, what do I need? Well, then I think if our prayers are in line with his vision mm -hmm. for our life, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if we can go wrong with that. Well, it makes me think like when Jesus says, you know, if you pray anything in my will, mm -hmm. I'm going to answer that prayer. Mm -hmm. So the best prayers that we can lift up to God are those prayers of saying, God, would you show me? Because we do. We think we know what's best. And then, and you know, I think we sometimes take that out of context too, right? Like anything that you pray in my name. So <laughs> you, you'll pray things like, Lord, bless, bless this cheeseburger and these, these you know, super yeah, healthy my loaded fries. In Jesus' name, amen. Right? Like, like that's yes. just like this this tagline that we throw on yes. because then it's going to be answered. A little dot dust. Right. Sprinkle on it. When really, when it's talking about in the name of, right, that has to do with authority. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, when when you do something in the name of, it's under the authority of. Mm -hmm. Well, if, if Jesus hasn't commissioned you to pray that prayer, right? <laughs> if that's not what he's desiring, right? you know, that's not something that will be, will be answered. So it, it kind of goes back to the listening thing is when we begin to know the character and nature of God, we begin to pray mm. like uh, in the will of God, mm -hmm. you know, praying for things that he would pray for. There's nothing wrong. Listeners, viewers, you know, Josh and I aren't saying, Josh didn't say in his message yesterday, that it's not okay to come with those list of things. Oh, in no. fact, you encouraged people to do that. Like, look, there's nothing wrong. Um, and you even talked about the, the simplicity of everyday prayer and how that can apply to making a bowl of beef and noodles or making what, what, what yeah I love, and that's that, and that's kind of in that idea of the ordinary right and mm -hmm. i love i just read this today so this is out of the book and you've referenced this book mm -hmm. on the podcast before praying like monks living like fools by tyler statton pick it up y'all he says this there is a tragic disconnect between the sacred and the secular in today's christianity that has led to an unbiblical divorce between a quote-unquote spiritual life made up of activities like scripture reading, prayer, and, if we're going for extra credit, tithing, and a quote-unquote normal life made up of basically 
everything else. Mm. So we see this separation. Bifurcation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've, we've created this separation when I think the, the model that Jesus gives us is, is every aspect of our lives is in tune and in line with him. Mm-hmm. So that's where there's, there's, no, there's no unholy activity. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I should say that there are activities that are unholy. Yes. Okay. Let me, let me correct on that. Yes. <laughs> but it's not that, it's not that, oh, like if I sit down and read my Bible, that is inherently more spiritual than making a bowl of beef and noodles. Right. Or changing a diaper. Right. Or, you know, going to the car wash or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be. Right? We can, we can find... God in those moments, but we can also use those moments as uh, as kind of a catalyst, connection points for us to connect with the Father, mm-hmm. right? Like Lord, man, thank you, thank you that some guy named Kevin mm-hmm. created Paleo beef and noodles, right? Which works for Josh's <laughs> diet, right? This is so wonderful. Thank you, thank you for this Kevin guy. I don't know who he is, yes, but I love his stuff at Costco. I love his stuff yes. at the grocery store, at the Publix. Publix down here in Florida. We don't have Publix up by no, us. No, but, uh, I think Rasika said it right. It's kind of like a Kroger. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love the way, Josh, you know, it seemed like you double-clicked on that Prayer of the Ordinary by, by referencing again, and you're kind of tiptoeing around right now, a book that we've talked about, Every Moment Holy, mm-hmm. Volume 1 and 2. And this is a, li- a books of liturgy, friends. We would tell you to pick them up. Uh, volume 1 is very much in the vein of praying in the ordinary times of life. And, and Josh referenced in the message, particularly, what would it look like as parents? You know, if you're watching or listening you are a parent of, a, of a, a young child that's not yet potty trained. You know, what does it look like for you every time you change that diaper to pray a blessing over uh, that child? And Josh, you shared on our walk back actually to the house a kind of cool story about your mom. Would you, would you be willing to share that? Yeah, so, and I, and I didn't know this, but my mom texted me. She watched our message. Uh, she watched the stream and she was telling me that, yeah, like, years ago, like as we were growing up and stuff, when she would fold laundry, mm-hmm. right? Whoever's, oh, this is this is Josh's underwear. Mm-hmm. You know, like as she's folding <laughs> Josh's underwear, right? She's praying for Josh, right? Yeah. And it's wow. just it's taking this wow. mundane everyday task, mm-hmm. but leveraging it in a, in a spiritual way, mm-hmm. right? To where even folding laundry mm-hmm. can be a spiritual exercise, holy. a spiritual discipline. It can mm-hmm. be holy. It can be worship. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I find, I, I, we, as you were talking about the prayer of the ordinary and you were talking about praying for the, you know, while you're changing a diaper instead of saying like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be sick because of whatever this is in this kid's diaper. You know, I think the prayer of the ordinary, Josh, is another way to sort of uh, transition or transpose your perceptions mm-hmm. on everyday hard tasks, like mm-hmm. stuff that you really don't want to do. Um, but is there a way that we can flip that on its head and say, Lord, even this can be a, a holy moment mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. This can be a time for me to connect with you. What does that look like in your, your life, Josh? Well, I mean, and that's, again, I, I mentioned a couple of examples, and this is something where I'm trying to let you find it even more, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I don't know if we ever arrive and it's like, ooh, like I've, I've figured out how to make 24-7 about Jesus. It's, right. it's an exercise. It's a practice, mm-hmm. which... I had this thought a this discipline. morning as I was processing through it this morning. I, I in my brain, it connected it to uh, actually working in occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. Right? I, did a, I did a clinical in work hardening, which is where you have somebody who has a, an on-the-job injury. 
Okay. And you were trying to rehabilitate them to do that job again. Oh, okay. If I'm a, if I'm somebody who, uh, I'm a, I'm a, a mover, right? I'm mm-hmm. carrying heavy objects, couches I'm carrying boxes, I'm carrying couches, I'm, I'm doing all mm-hmm. of these things. Right. The rehab process for that individual isn't to go home and run on a treadmill and do some biceps curls right. and right. be like, all right, yeah. I worked out, I'm stronger. It's not cardio. I should be good to do it. The way that we would rehabilitate an individual back to be able to perform their job is to have them do the tasks that their job requires mm. in you know gradient measures, levels, right? Like, hey, okay, we're not going to have you pick up you know a fifty pound box right away. Mm-hmm. We're going to carry ten pound boxes, and Got you're going to pick this up, carry it right across the clinic because you're going to be carrying these to your truck right Mm. now you're going to come back you're going to pick up this and over time now you're carrying 20 pound boxes 30 pound Mm -hmm. boxes 40 pound boxes 50 pound boxes it was leveraging the things you do every day on the job to strengthen your yourself yeah right functional strength training right right you you get stronger by doing the things that you need to do and by doing the things that you need to do you're not just you're not just picking muscles like oh i really want some guns right so right. I'm gonna, I'm, no like right. you're actually strengthening the, the muscles purpose and this is paired with you know education and body mechanics whatever mm-hmm. uh not whatever it's actually very important use good body mechanics <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i mean but you pair it with with changing the way they do things so and that's where in my brain it connected it's like ooh, mm-hmm. we're doing these things every day already can we change mm-hmm. the way that we do things can mm-hmm. we utilize some new spiritual body mechanics to where now these things that we're doing every day anyways become a way for us to exercise and strengthen mm-hmm. our spiritual prayer muscles. Mm. I don't know. No, I like that. And and I'll just, I'll speak to a really small practice. I've mentioned it here on the podcast before that I do that's kind of along that lines, Josh, is, you know, in the morning, um, I try every morning as my feet swing off the bed and they hit the floor. You know, the scriptures say that the mercies of God are new Mm -hmm. every morning. And so a discipline or practice in the morning is as my feet kind of slide across the bed is to say, Lord, your mercies are, you said your mercies are new and I'm believing your word this morning and I'm asking for some of those new mercies in my life. Let me live uh, in the vein of your mercy today. Let me live a cruciformed or a crucified life. Um, uh, the prayer of the ordinary to me, I feel like, is probably one of the more, and this might sound radical to listeners or viewers, I feel like it's way more groundbreaking and more trailblazing than we estimate. Because we have a very, you know, religious and pious mm-hmm. and Christian sort of thing that we do about faith and, and praying. But the prayer of the ordinary that you brought to us was is very much about bringing and recognizing, not even bringing, but recognizing, God, you are here. And you're present with me right now in this moment. And better for me to recognize that. And it's it's submitting every area of our life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, and even I mean, because there's the there's the let it be a catalyst to pray, but it's also like you said, like God is here. Mm-hmm. Like if if Jesus is standing next to me while I'm changing my kid's diaper, am I going to be grumbling about this? Mm. And He is because He is. He is. <laughs> right? I mean, that, he's ever that's present. Where, that's where like He's He's there. Mm-hmm. But but what if we what if we did these things? recognizing that mm-hmm. I don't know I just I think I, I agree with you I like that mm-hmm. I like that word groundbreaking mm-hmm. I think this has a lot of potential 
to to change the way that we pray, mm-hmm. and I think it also has a lot of potential to just to change the way that we engage in our our daily lives, mm-hmm. because it isn't it isn't you know bifurcated between the spiritual and the non-spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. The, like there is not that separation. No, uh, we make that separation. Josh, I'm trying to find that scripture that you referenced. Josh also. So we use Colossians 3.17 was one of them. Yeah, but no, you, you mentioned 1 Thessalonians, Thessalonians 5.17. 17, mm-hmm. And that... Uh, that's, the, that's the never stop praying. Oh, okay, is the, okay. Is the okay. way the never, uh, New Living Translation So if you didn't watch it, Josh was talking about how uh, even in the ordinary, uh, doing all things as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, the the tasks that we do, the the way that we go about our day, the way that we go about life, as unto the Lord. And you used your kids and and the met, the way in which they clean up their rooms, which I thought was really good. So if we move past the prayer of the ordinary, Josh, we were to say, uh, I know petition was the last one. Remind mm-hmm. me that the petition was the second. Petition was second. Okay. Intercession. Okay. Intercession. And I was in. Yes. Uh, 1 Timothy 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1 Timothy 2. 2, 6, 5. Yeah, it was 1 through 6. 1 through 6, yeah. Let's read that. Um, First of all, then, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone. It's interesting that all of those words mean something different. For kings and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and it pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and humanity, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all a testimony at the proper time. In terms of of petitions, Josh, Paul, Paul says this to Timothy I urge that petitions be made for everyone, if we were to just shrink that, that scripture. What do you, how do you, how do you define petitions? So I would just, and I would, I haven't, I don't have the Greek right in front of me, but I mean, mm-hmm. I, just in general, this is that I'm asking, like if I'm mm-hmm. going to petition somebody, right, right. I'm making a request mm-hmm. to them right. for something. Right. right. So in the same way, right, like we yep. bring our requests to God mm-hmm. right? and we see that in the Lord's prayer, mm-hmm. give us today our daily bread, right? That's, that's a petition, right? Mm-hmm. Lead us not to temptation. Like that's a petition. Like we're mm-hmm. asking, you know, we are requesting mm-hmm. something of him. Yeah. Um, I think what's interesting about the petition, it made me think of this. Um, petition is something that uh, has a quantity to it, right? It's uh, so like when I was a kid, the town that we lived in, we lived in LaGrange, uh, Indiana, and we had um, uh, a movie store with VHS tapes. Y'all look that up on, on Lady Google. She'll show you what that is. But we had they had um, VHS tapes, and then there was the counter right there, and then behind the counter there was a room that had the had folded curtains. You couldn't go back. To this is where the pornographic mm. pornography was. My mom, uh, she went and she got a petition oh. in place, and so what she did was she wrote a request to the movie place, get that garbage out of our town. Then she went took that petition to other witnesses, mm. other people who would agree with her desire to see that garbage out of our town. And they would sign their name. They would sign their name. Maybe if you've built a fence in your oh. yard, sometimes you have to go <laughs> to your neighbors, you have to get your permit, you get a petition going and you petition, you send this. So I think petitions also too, it's it's also asking 
more than once. What you do see, right, and this is this confuses people, I think, sometimes because in the Lord and you know, leading up to the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. Jesus says, Oh, don't just repeat these things over and over like like the pagans do. Mm-hmm. He's not saying again, pray one and done. Right. Because you also see later in another conversation about prayer, Jesus uses this example of this widow who's been treated unjustly, right? Mm-hmm. And she, she goes to the judge and she goes again and she yeah. goes and she goes and she goes and she goes. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea of persistence. Yes, right? persistent, Persistence and good faithfulness in, in prayer. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think there are times where you, you have to kind of lean in and, mm-hmm. and be persistent and endure, right? Endurance mm-hmm. is another huge theme mm-hmm. you know, that we see uh, throughout our, our, our newer testament. Well, you see it all throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. but. Just that idea of endurance and persistence in our prayer. Yeah, endurance and persi- persistence, particularly in petitions. I think those are two good words, definitely. So when we come with those petitions, it, it almost it almost is something that we need to kind of stay with it, you know, mm-hmm. keep coming with it. Uh, I know there's some things that I pray for every day um, that I haven't seen God answer yet, but mm-hmm. I do believe it's His will. Mm-hmm. So speak, Josh, to uh, maybe God's timing and his sovereignty in the midst of, of praying outwardly towards petitioning. Well, I think that's another, f- and, and, and if I, I'm not answering your question, let me know. But like you talked about this idea of like, hey, like I, I truly believe that this is in the will of God mm-hmm. and I'm praying for it. Well, it's another facet or aspect of us submitting our will to the will of the Father. Mm. Because when we when we come to him and, and we, we continue to bring this request, <clears throat> in some way, shape, or form, there's a recognition that it's his will, his timeline, mm-hmm. not my timeline. Mm-hmm. Lord, like, I'm going to bring this to you again. Like, mm-hmm. I believe you're going to do this. Right. But you haven't right. yet. So I'm right. going to continue to lean in right. and, and pursue that. Yeah. I think God's timing in those petitions it really does make a difference because we are submitting. And it, it takes us back to where Ryan started us in this prayer with the Our Father prayer, right? Our Father. Our friends are back for, from the Are you going to come wave podcast. to the camera? Come on, everybody come in and say hello. <laughs> you We're don't just, have to if you don't you want to. Are talking about Jesus? We We're are. We're trying cool. to. So. <laughs> Dude, you got burnt, man. Did I? You yeah, got, a little you bit. You got a little pink. You bet. All right, Kinsey, give us give us a quick. Uh, where do you see <laughs> the importance of God's timing in prayer? His timing in yeah, prayer. Like, okay, so if we're talking about petitioning, particularly like we're petitioning God, we're coming to mm-hmm. Him and we're saying, "Look, these are the requests that we're making to you." What, what would you share with listeners and viewers, particularly about uh, submitting to timing? Well, would that fall in line with like that prompting on your heart? Is that lining up with God's timing? So like when you get woke up or Mm. all of a sudden that person comes to mind that you weren't thinking of, is that lining up with God's timing? Well, that that is a, I think that's an aspect of it. And that goes along with the whole idea of the ordinary, right? Like you wake up and I can't sleep. Oh, hey, let's leverage this for prayer. Yeah, there's been many times I've woke up and it's like, why is this person on my heart or or a situation or whatever? And then I would just start praying for it. And a lot of times I wasn't even sure how to pray for it. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's my shoot from the hip. Cool. Walking in on your guys' <laughs> podcast. It's all right. It's all right. Cool. Cool. Right there. Awesome. Appreciate you. <laughs>
What about intercessions? Intercession, Josh? right? So this is this is uh, on behalf of others, right? right. Where, where we're we're going on behalf of you know we're we're essentially going to the Father for them, right? Right. So this is this is you and I for each other. This is mm -hmm. me for, for my friends, for my family, for mm -hmm. you know the people that are in my life, right? Because um, you know you read in here and it says for everyone intercessions for everyone. Yeah. So I think this is a this is a, a broad like wide open category, right? Uh, to where you know there's not really a, a cap on who we are supposed to pray for. Yes. So, and it makes me think of that scripture. Where it talks about Jesus being at the right hand of the Father, ever making intercession for us. So He's praying for us. Um, and so, if we want to be like Jesus and do the things that He does, then we want to follow Paul's instruction here. I urge you to make intercessions for everyone. Even the people, and, and Josh, you, you gave us a couple categories of intercession I thought was good. People that we don't necessarily like. Mm -hmm. People that maybe voted differently than we do. People who have a different frame of mind. Uh, talk more about that. Which, well, I mean, what, what do you think it would look like, right? If, if all the energy that we spend ranting on oh, social media yeah. about politics, right. all the energy that we spend right. uh, you know, listening to whatever talk radio host we prefer right. that kind of supports our political opinion, what if we channeled all of that same energy mm -hmm. into prayer for right. the opposing political right. candidate, for the, the people that vote that way, for yeah. whatever, right? Like, what if we, what yeah. if we shifted all of that energy... Uh, I don't know, I think that could change some things. Yeah, especially if before we even do that, we do what you said to start the message, which was to say, God, I don't agree with this person. I don't understand how they could, they could live this way or think this way. Would you show me how to pray for that person? Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to pray for them. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even know what to right, say I don't about like this. Them. I don't even like that I don't that like person. this. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, so to ask God to show us his will, even in prayer, is, is, is really important. What else would you say, uh, Josh, about the outward prayer uh, posture? Just with, with the intercession? Uh, yes. I, th I think some of it, too, you, it, it forces you to get outside uh, yourself, you've got to be engaged with other people too. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, we should listen, know, hey, Father, how do you want me to pray for these these people? Mm -hmm. But if we're in community with other people, mm -hmm. right, we're going to know, man, because yeah. you're going to be, man, here's something I'm struggling with. Here's what I'm going through. Here's here's what my life looks like, like right now. Right. So now, like having that community, I'm able to mm -hmm. uh, engage in intercession for you. So I think community is a uh, a really important part. Right? We see that all throughout Scripture. Uh, you can't you can't get away mm -hmm. from the idea of community. Yeah, and I think uh, you connect that as a discipline with mm -hmm. intercessory prayer, and that's mm -hmm. where you, you start to kind of build uh, upon. And, and you actually led us to do that. Like we mm -hmm. actually on Sunday morning, both of the first and second services, go back and watch it if you if you haven't, viewers, listeners, check it out because Josh actually encouraged us as as a as a body, uh, even visitors, everybody was there to just break up into these little. Uh, Little, uh, little pods, little pods, and and pray for one another and to seek the Lord together. I thought it was a really cool way to just right away put some boots on the ground. Like let's not just talk about what Paul's saying in First Timothy, but actually do it. Mm -hmm. it yeah, cool. I mean, and, and some people, that weirds some people out, right? You get uh, this level of vulnerability and, mm -hmm. and uh, transparency that you have to have. But I yeah. mean, that's that goes with community. Mm -hmm. And yeah, do you necessarily have? tight community with all the people you sit next to at church. Yeah. Uh, maybe you have a tighter level of community now than you did before you were there Sunday. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Josh, I think this one's probably going to be a little bit of a, a shorter podcast yeah. than normal, but that's okay. Show the listeners that uh, viewers 
uh, we'll, we'll say it and we'll show them. Uh, this book, Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools by Tyler Staten. We would tell you to pick that book up. It's a great book on prayer. Uh, Pastor Ryan has uh, the staff uh, slowly, uh, quite a few of the staff brought that book with them. Uh, to read and you've been here. you've been through it uh, what once twice how many times uh, just, just once I haven't gone through it again um, I'll start it again when we when we find out what the deadline is to get it done I'll, I'll start reading through it again because it is it's a great book really really good book and there's also a corresponding podcast of like six episodes mm. uh, that's praying like monks living like fools I tell you to check that out as well but Josh my phone is recording the podcast right now, so I don't know. Where are we at with our subscribers? Do you have your gadget with you? Um, let me look. Let me look. Let's see. I'm if not, it up. Pam's behind the camera. We can make her grab her iPhone uh, because we need to know how close are we to the coffee event. That's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting. Let's see. I'm looking. It's thinking. Josh is getting It's there. moving very slowly. Slowly. So while I'm doing this, you should tell them what they should do, like like and subscribe. Yeah, don't forget. Uh, yeah, if you're encouraged by this podcast, listening, especially those listening, would you review this podcast on on iTunes? And you can also do a star kind of thing on Spotify. That's super helpful. Um, and for those viewing on YouTube, uh, would you like and subscribe? Remember, when we get to 750 subscribers, which we're about to find out where we're at, uh, we're going to do a special coffee tasting event where we're going to do espressos. We're going to do uh, a bunch of different brewing uh, techniques. Uh, but like and share. And the best way to see Radiant Reflections grow, guys, is to push this out on your social media platform. So share it on your Instagram stories. Share it on Facebook. Where are we at, Josh? Oh, we're at 728. 728. So 22 more. 22. 22 more subscribers to the Radiant Life Church YouTube channel. Uh, which has our messages as well, not just Radiant Reflection. So a lot of great content there from all the teaching pastors. Um, get out there and, and subscribe. Share this uh, with your friends and family. Yeah, rock and roll. Yeah. Well, hey, this has been uh, episode 21. We look forward to seeing you next time back in the, the old home studio. Yeah, we'll be back. But, uh, it'll be good. Yep. Until then, see you. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.